ponto she already cutting up she already cutting up well hello there welcome back to the keep it 3000 podcast we may have taken a little bit of a hiatus, but we have returned for your blood. <laughs> what the fuck was that? No, honestly. What's up, y'all? Keep it three thousand podcast. Uh, yeah. So we were gone for a little bit. We were sick. We were sick. Well, no. First, we went on vacation. Um, in July, I'm not going to tell y'all the exact date, but in July, we hit our year anniversary, which is a little bit of a special occasion. So, yeah, we went on vacation. We went to Universal Studios and we went to Islands of Adventure. Had a blast. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, when we came back, me, I realized I was sick. Yep. I had a sore throat, I was coughing, I was sneezing, I felt like garbage, and I was sick as fuck. And shortly after, I came to the real, real what? Ooh. I came to the really all. <laughs> ravioli. So, <laughs> give me the formioli. <laughs> shortly after my realization of me being sick as a fucking dog, Vanessa became sick. Yep. So, we was just some sick motherfuckers. And what was wild was that um, the weekend before last, we were super fucked up because, like, we didn't have any, like, cold or flu symptoms anymore. We were just fucking in pain. Yeah, like, our throats was just hurting. Like, I, I, every time I would talk or, like, just breathe, my throat would just hurt. Like, just nothing but pain. Every time I would swallow and it would fucking pause. I would swallow and it would hurt like really bad. I couldn't even eat food. Like I couldn't even enjoy my food because it was so painful. Like literally my appetite. I have a pretty hearty appetite. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I eat all my food. I'm well fed. Okay. (laughs) So whenever I don't finish my food... That's when you know I'm sick. Bro. (laughs) Bro. Like, that shit was wild. So, that's why we didn't record for two weekends. Now, this most recent weekend that went past, we didn't get a chance to record. But that was only because that Sunday was time for my retwist, my lock retwist. And for those who may not be aware, especially white folks out there, Lock retwist, that is not something you just go, yeah, I'll do that. And then I'll, you know, do something else later. And there is no doing something else later in the day. Like <laughs> when is the lock retwist day? It is lock retwist day. <laughs> like that's it. I don't have the locks where I have like fucking like what? Eight or nine big ass ones. Yeah, you got, you up there. You kind of like, I mean. I got like a hundred and something locks. Yeah, they said not to count them. Cause that's like bad luck or something. But you got like between like 130, 150. Yeah, I got a shit ton of locks. So I have small ones. So it takes a lot longer to do. So anyway, that's where the fuck we've been. No, we didn't stop the podcast. We didn't give up on it. We just been 
busy as fuck. And it just really, you know, we are recording this on a Tuesday, but we just happen to have some time. Yeah. Like, we really like to record on Sunday because Sunday is the day that we're both off. So, anyways, enough about our personal bullshit. Y'all don't care about that. Y'all are here to hear us talk about other shit that you might not give a fuck about or you might give a fuck about. I don't know. But my off the top for today is that we went to Universal. And since Vanessa doesn't have an off the top, she's going to share it with me <laughs> and talk about Universal. So... Uh, yeah, Universal was a blast. Yeah. That shit well, was fun. correction. Islands oh, of Adventure wait. was a blast. Islands of Adventure was definitely a blast. Universal was okay. Yeah. It was fine. Um, a couple great rides. The Transformers ride is lit. Yeah. That ride is incredible. I loved that ride. That's literally like every time I go to the Universal, that's the very first ride I always get on. Like mm. every time. I never, I had never been on it before this year. I had never been on it. I just kept hearing about it. Mm. And I was like, bro, I got to ride that shit. And it was super lit. Um, and the, uh, what's the one you were talking about? The red one? Oh, Rip Ride Rocket. Rip Ride Rocket was really fun too. Yeah, that one's lit. That one was really fun. What? <laughs> Did you even pick a song? No, I didn't. So on, okay. So on rip ride on rip ride rocket, you like you know before you get started, like they have these speakers built into the seats that are behind you. So like you can, of course, the seat is behind you. What the fuck am I talking about? But you you can like pick a song to play while you're on the ride. I didn't have I didn't have enough time. Like, I didn't like any of the selections. So I was just like, I don't want to hear any of this fucking bullshit. But by the time I was even halfway ready to pick something, we were already screaming for our lives. So. <laughs> I pick the same song every time. But I don't even know who it's by. Look, I think it's by Nerd or something. Mm. I don't even know what song it is. I saw the Nerd song. I didn't recognize it. I didn't, I didn't either, but whenever I first rode the ride, I was like, I mean, I recognize who Nerd is. I don't know the song, but that's what I'm going to choose. There's a Black Eyed Peas on, song on there, too. That's the one I was thinking about hitting, but then we had already took off. <laughs> so I was like, whatever. But no, nah, that ride was fun. Uh, the rest of Universal was pretty shit. <laughs> it wasn't shit. But it, it wasn't shit. It was like the rides that little kids are, is like literally catered for children. Yeah. Like not in a bad way, but just like it's the virtual simulation rides. Like if you're looking for a roller coaster, don't go to Universal. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't know, man. Because what did we do? We did, there was a Harry Potter one. That was really bad. Yeah, the Harry Potter one, like, it had like a. The pretty... Gringotts Adventure or whatever. Break, the Breakout of Gringotts Bank. I don't even remember. It was, it was whack. It was whack, but. Like, the wait time was so fucking long. For real, like 100 plus minutes. Bro, the ride, bro, the ride isn't even that long, but the wait time was so fucking long. And it's like I've rode it before, so it was like riding it again, I was just like, bro, that shit was so ass because it's like that wait time was ridiculous. Like that was probably the longest one we waited for. I think so. I think so. 
I think because the Harry Potter one in Islands of Adventure wasn't even as long when we finally got in line because we waited it like because okay so for guys for people who don't really go to theme parks if you're planning to go to a theme park I'm telling you right now please download the apps and look at the wait times for the roller coasters before you walk over there and before you get in line you don't want to just pick some shit and just get in line yeah You'll find yourself wasting your day and then you'll be like, God damn, I only wrote like three rides. Like, pace yourself. If there's a, if you just got there, because we got there, we didn't get there as early as I wanted to, but we got there around with like 10 30, 11. It was, it was a little 10, 10 30. Uh, we literally had like just got there at 10 30 because yeah. we got through security and walked through right. walk and all of that. So it's like we got there. And, you know, the rides we wanted to ride super bad, they weren't, you know, they had like fucking 100 minute waits. So we were just like, okay, we'll ride the little 30 minute wait one, the little 15, you know what I'm saying? Like five minute, like the, right. the drop. Yeah. The, the Dr. Doom drop, which we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, you talking about the, the one where we were hanging, like our feet were dangling or the Hagrid? Uh, the, both of them actually. Oh, well, the Hagrid one was 75 minutes, but it didn't feel like 75 It minutes. didn't. The fucking, the other one at Universal felt like two hours. For real. So. And it was not worth it. It really wasn't. Because for, that little baby ass drop they had, like, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> but like, I was, <laughs> that was not what I wanted to spend my two hours waiting for. Very whack. Very whack. Minions was fine. <clears throat> Minions was okay. That was, I think, was that the last one we did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the very last one. Because I think, like, we did everything else, but uh, I don't think we did, um, which one we didn't we do? We didn't do one. Like, maybe we one of, like, the one? kitty ones or something. We did, we did, in Islands of Adventure, I mean, not Islands of Adventure, in Universal, we did Transformers, we did that whack Harry Potter one, Rip Ride Rocket, The Simpsons, Fast and Furious, and uh, Men in Black, and Minions. I'm pretty sure there was one, I mean, we couldn't do The Mummy, because it was closed. Yeah, we couldn't do The Mummy. But I feel like there was one that we just chose Minions over, because it was like, we didn't really care to do it again. I still have the app. I can try to pull it up, but talk about some of the other rides. In Universal? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, I mean, I feel like most of the ones that were like pretty decent, I mean, we didn't get to ride the mummy because it was closed for some reason, maybe for like renovations. But I think that one was my other favorite. Um, of course, Rip Ride Rocket was my favorite. Um, I love the Transformers one and that's pretty much it. Every other ride was pretty much the same. Like the Minions one, the Fast and Furious one, the men in black one. I I remember like the men in black one. Um I forgot how dumb as fuck it was. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> soon as we got into it, I'm like, oh shit. I forgot we had to do this dumb shit. Like we literally had to like shoot aliens and shit. I mean, it Corny. sounds it sounds interesting on paper, but like <laughs> 
actually doing it, it's dumb as hell because you're in the dark with this boo-boo-ass laser that you can't even see. So you can't even see your target, like, if you're really hitting it or not. So, I don't know. I thought that was kind of whack, but we um we didn't wait that long for that one, so I wasn't tripping. I wasn't either, but it was still whack. <laughs> Um, as far as, uh, Universal goes, uh, yeah, we basically just didn't do the kitty ones. Like, Curious George, uh, E.T., uh, fucking Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, it was probably E.T. the one that we said, like, we were gonna do, but, like... We didn't have time. Yeah, we was just like, let's go to Minions. So, anyways, Universal was kind of whack. <laughs> It wasn't whack, but it was just not really it. I'll tell you what was it. Fucking Islands of Adventure. We had a fucking blast at Islands of Adventure, bro. Because dead ass is like, whenever I went to Grab Bash, I'm like, bro, I want to have fun. The group that I was in just didn't know the definition of fun. And they just wanted to stay in Universal the whole goddamn time. And it's like whenever it was like, what, 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, when goddamn, we got to leave at 3. Mm-hmm. It's like by the time we get over there, we only go have time for like one or two rides. What's the point? Mm. So I was extremely upset. So I was very excited that we got to spend the whole day there. It was so fun. It was so fun. Uh, fucking uh, Dr. Doom ride. I was super excited to take Vanessa on that. No, because dead ass you, bro. Like, you don't understand. We were, you told me, like, that it was going to be, like, a free fall kind of ride. And I have forgot <laughs> what the ride was. No, because you told me it was going to be a free fall kind of ride, and it scared the piss out of me. When we were on the the actual ride or whatever, we uh-huh. were putting on our shit, and homeboy is just like, yeah, we got to, like, you know, reconfigure the, the shit. And I'm like, uh-uh. Mm, y'all better get this shit right. Y'all better not have me flowing up in this shit. Boy, I swear to God, if I if I feel it coming up, I'm so weak. See, because I have forgot. I thought, because I I have written this shit in years. Like it has literally been years since I've been to a theme park at all. But it's like I had mistakenly thought that the Doctor Doom ride took you way up real slow and then dropped your ass. And I'd ridden a ride like that before, and I think I just got the two rides mixed up. So, Vanessa thinks I tricked her. I didn't didn't, think you tricked me, but it was just the fact I was just as shocked as you when we started to slowly climb, and then out of nowhere, we just shoot to the fucking top of the sky. And I'm just like, oh shit! I was equally surprised. It was just so funny because, like... I looked over at you and I'm like, baby, I'm scared. <laughs> like, it was just like, I was like, okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm looking over. Baby, I'm scared. <laughs> I want to get off. <laughs> I want to get off. And I'm like, no, I ain't no bitch. I got to keep, I ain't no bitch. Probably ain't raised no bitch. I got to keep going. <laughs> My mama knows she raised a bitch. Shit. She good with it. Shit. Shit. If I die on this ride, then that's just going to be the end of me, I guess. <laughs> the, uh, the Hulk ride. It's pretty fun. Okay. Overrated. I see me and Hulk, we got some issues because, you know, 
that was the one ride that my group went in at Grab Bash. And we waited so long. <laughs> so, bro, I kid you not. I guarantee you it was probably longer than the Harry Potter shit. Like, it felt like we were there for days type shit. <laughs> and it was, it was, the ride was not worth it. It wasn't. Like, if we were there for, like, 30, maybe 45 minutes, then it would have been worth it. We were there for, like, two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. It was not worth it at all. And it was mainly because of the fast passes. They just kept coming back and mm -hmm. riding the goddamn ride again. Like, go somewhere else. There's other people that want to ride. Yeah, well, well uh, I definitely have a comment about that fast pass shit. Uh, the Hulk ride is fun. It's just the wait time is always long. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it's well, not going to feel worth it. The wait time that we waited wasn't that long because we went earlier. We did. That was yeah, like, you're right. Like one of the first ones we rode. But if we had waited until the end, then that shit would have been like an hour 20. Mm -hmm. Not hour 20, but 120. Mm-hmm. But um, as is, like, I still thought it was fun. Yeah. It was still a fun ride. It was, you know, like, riding it again, I don't know. I still feel the same. Like, it was very fun. Like, the, you know, the immediate, like, slingshot of a <laughs> ride that it, like, kind of puts you on. Like, that's cool. But, you know, it's, it's so short that I feel like I wasted my time. The Spider-Man ride is such a classic. Mm. It's so classic. I've ridden that ride in my lifetime about five or six times. <laughs> and I just, I never get tired of it. It's fire. It's so lit. Um, let me see. Are there any other or ones before I get to the one that just kind of stole the show? Uh, the Harry Potter ride in Islands of Adventure is lit. The one in Islands of Adventure is really lit. Which one? The uh the uh motorbike one. Oh Hagrid. With Hagrid. Okay. That was super lit. That one was lit. That was the last one we rode and I'm glad we went to that one instead of Well no I'm not. <laughs> I wanted to go on the rapid one again, but I'm glad that we went on the Hagrid one. That one was super lit. Super fun. And um I think that should be it before the big one that kind of stole Whoa. the show. Okay, we got to mention the terrible one. Which one was terrible? The, um, oh my gosh. The King Kong one was yes. kind of whack. Yeah, okay. You thought it was terrible? I thought it was like Fast and Furious. I felt like yeah. we were back at Universal. Yeah, it was kind of corny. Because like... The King Kong ride had this crazy entrance. It had like this super like... Super spooky and like... I, I felt like I was in King Kong right, realm. the movie, for real. And it's just like you get in there and it turns out that it's another virtual ride, which I'm not mad at the virtual rides. Like Spider-Man and Transformers is lit. But it's like, it was just kind of whack. It like, felt more 2D than anything. It like, didn't feel 3D or 4D. Yeah, we got some water splashed on us, but we were on this big-ass cart. Yeah, and you kind of had to... Because the way it worked was that there were screens, like, around us. 
So like the action was happening on the different screens. So you had to kind of turn your head. And at some point, somebody's head was going to be in front of yours and you weren't going to be able to see. And it's just, I get the idea. It just, the execution was not there. And it just felt kind of whack. Yeah. So, but man, I I thought Spider Man was gonna be my, the number one ride. Mm. I thought that was gonna be the number one ride of the whole shit. Mm. There is a certain ride, and we're gonna cut this short because we're running long on this one. But there was a short, there was a certain ride that just the wait time would not go down. Now, part of that is because it kept getting delayed. I think they kept having uh, technical difficulties, but. The line would not go down. It was at like 100, 120, 115. At one time, it was 130. And like, I I don't want to lie, but I feel like it said 140 well, one time. Well, when we went, it went to 50. It, it went like, down to 50? Yeah, it went down to 50, I think. And then the Hagrid's But like all day, though, like, because I, yeah. I kept looking at it. Because the Haggard one, that one stayed at 75. Yeah, that one wasn't going nowhere. But the this one was OD. Like, I'm talking about every time I glance at the app, it's yeah. like 100 and something. Literally. And I'm like, bro, we I'm not waiting two hours for this ride. <laughs> I see why it was a two-hour wait all day. The Velociraptor ride? Velocicoaster. The Velocicoaster? Nigga, that shit was turned. No, because I thought, listen, when I saw the ride, I didn't even know what it was. I, I didn't thought either. I thought that, that was King Kong. That's what I'm saying. When I saw it, I thought that was the King Kong ride. So when we went into that whack-ass shit, I was like, <laughs> where the fuck was that? Like... <laughs> crazy looking shit that I seen before. And then I seen like, you know, the different spots that they had. And then I was like, we still haven't gone to the Velocity Coaster or whatever. And he was talking about how that shit was lit. And I'm like, oh, is that big ass one the Velocity Coaster? So when we finally got on it, I'm like, okay shit. I'm I'm excited now because this shit look lit. Damn. Boy, when we went I was Damn. like, bro. <laughs> Damn. Because y'all know, like, a lot of roller coasters, they kind of have the same thing at the beginning where, like, you'll go real fast and then you'll climb and then you'll drop. Velocicoaster had a literal twist. Because, <laughs> like, you climb real far. Like, you climb, like, a real good distance. You get to the top and when it drops you, it twists like the actual roller coaster turns you upside but down on the drop when you first begin it's like hulk yeah like it literally like shoots you it shoots you and right. then we climb up and then at the very top we spin down you spin down and drop and it's like fam then we got them did we go backwards on that one or was that the Hagrid one? The Hagrid one had us go backwards. Yeah. Okay. Which was so lit. Bro, I thought we was finna do that shit again. I'm like, get me out. Damn. Get me out. And then it dropped us too. <laughs> no, that shit scared me. Bro, that shit scared the fuck out of me. It just <laughs> I said, wait a minute. Oh, hell no. My ass and my heart. I can't I can't do it right now. Please. Please. I'm about to cough up a lung. Please. Well then oh, man, listen. No. Anyways, we'll stop. We'll stop talking about how much fun we had. I know y'all don't really care that much, but <laughs> we say all that to say, if you have to choose 
to go to either Universal or Islands of Adventure. If you ain't got it like that and you just like, look, we only can go to one park, go to Islands of Adventure. Universal, the Transformers ride is lit. It can wait. Listen, if you never have to ride that ride ever in your life... You will be missing out, but you'll be fine. You will be fine. If you miss out on Hagrid, the Velocicoaster, Hulk, Spider Man, Doctor Doom, if you miss out on all those rides, what are you doing? What you What you really doing, bro? You ain't living. Now on that Fast Pass shit, real quick. I'm not mad, right? I don't want to be that bitter nigga that you know. Well, we I couldn't afford the fast pass, so I'm mad at everybody that could. I'm not mad at you. They paid for it. They deserve it. They paid the money to skip people. They should. They deserve to skip people. They paid the money to skip. I would just ask the theme parks. Could you limit the amount of time somebody can just get back in line or and skip everybody? Cool yeah, just set a cool down. Because that shit, it really makes you feel like garbage to watch the same niggas get off a couple of times before you even get to ride it once. Right. Like, that shit just really... It's just... Because that's what makes the wait time so long, right? Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. There's a shit ton of niggas at them parks. However, I feel like the biggest thing that makes the line feel so long is the fact that the same handful of fast pass niggas just get off and get back on. They get off, they get back on. They get off, they get back on. And it's like, fam, how many times? Like, stop hogging the ride, bro. Right. God damn, like don't there are other people too. Shit, we want to ride the rides too. Exactly. We might not have paid as much as you, but we paid. Exactly. So anyway, that's my little rant. I know all the rich motherfuckers out there, oh, just get your money up, scrub. Fuck you, <laughs> Fuck you nigga. Get off your ass and work. God damn. <laughs> Anyways. Universal is lit. Fuck y'all. Y'all need to go to uh y'all need to go to Islands of Adventure. That shit was lit. Oh, Bring your own motherfucking snacks. Yes, because we fucked up. Motherfucking food. Because listen, the even even if you like set a budget to have like like to buy food there, don't do it. Don't do this it. This shit is whack. This shit is bland. Don't waste your money on that bland ass food. And Just it's bring a long wait. It's expensive as fuck and it's whack. It's nasty. It's okay? nasty as shit. And ain't nothing worse. There's nothing worse than being hot as fuck and unsatisfied with your food. That is the worst shit on planet Earth. Literally. So, anyways, we'll move off that. Hey, Vanessa. Only got one what's popping topic. And you know what's crazy? I Because even though we haven't had a show in two weekends... Or three weekends, if we haven't had a show, I have been planning the show for all of these three weeks. So all of these topics I have, these are topics that I've accumulated over these three weeks. <laughs> However, I didn't have a what's popping topic. I didn't give a fuck about anything. Let me stop saying that. I didn't care to discuss anything happening in the news recently. Something happened today. What happened today? Something happened today. And <laughs> I'm going to call this segment of the What's Poppin' segment of our Keep It 3000 podcast, 
Deja vu. Please. This comes from Vanity Fair on Apple News. The star of Warner Brothers, The Flash, allegedly stole oh, bottles. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so tired of this nigga, bro. <laughs> I was telling Nessa at dinner, I was like, when I tell you the topic I got for what's popping, when you find out, you're going to crack up. <laughs> he's at it again. Oh, my goodness. The star of Warner Brothers, The Flash, allegedly stole bottles of alcohol from a Vermont home in May. Ezra Miller, who is still set to lead the Warner Brothers film The Flash, has been charged with felony burglary in Vermont, according to a police report. The filing states that the 29-year-old was charged for allegedly stealing bottles of alcohol from an unoccupied Stamford, Vermont residence back in May. The Vermont State Police was notified of a burglary complaint on May 1st with residents on County Road and Vanessa shaking her head in Stanford reporting that several bottles of alcohol were taken from within the residence while the homeowners were not present. After an investigation that included surveillance footage and statements, police found probable cause to charge Miller with felony burglary into an unoccupied dwelling. Miller wasn't located by police until August 7th. When they were issued a citation to appear in Vermont Superior Court and on September 26th for arraignment. The embattled actor has faced a number of allegations and controversies as of late. Representatives for Miller did not respond to Rolling Stone's request for comment or Vanity Fair's blase blase woody woo. Yeah, this nigga's still out here tripping. But they banned Will Smith from the Oscars. <laughs> they put this man. <laughs> oh my goddamn social house arrest because he slapped Chris Rock. But Ezra Miller just out here punching bitches, throwing chairs, stealing alcohol, and doing all kind of fucking shit. You know we shit. don't care about white and crime. His movie is still coming out. You know we don't care about white crime. You know we oh don't care. Gosh. <laughs> his movie is still coming out with his face on it and everything. Which we actually are talking about later. But yeah, Ezra. They're at it again. <laughs> They're at it again. Hey, someone needs a friend. It's so funny how you were like, how you were kind of predicting how my reaction would be. Uh It's kind of funny how I had all three of them. (laughs) (laughs) All three of them at the same time. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh. And then I started laughing and I was just annoyed. (laughs) I predicted that Vanessa would laugh. I predicted that she would just be annoyed. (laughs) And I predicted that she would just be like, for real. (laughs) Wow. 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 Ezra's at it again, man. Listen, I don't have much to say on this. I mean, fuck. 
somebody please be a friend to this person. And like you don't want no friends, apparently. Apparently. This has been a crazy year for Ezra. A little crazier than the baby. At least the baby been chill for about what? Three months? He on the street. The baby ain't got in trouble in a minute. Please. But Ezra just boy, just keep on topping themselves. Just fucking <laughs> Listen, in all seriousness, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna R. Kelly this dude, right? No. Or not dude. I'm not gonna R. Kelly this person. For those who may not know, Ezra identifies as them or they. Um I'm not gonna R. Kelly them. I'm I'm not gonna clown them. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna offer some some words of encouragement. Um Ezra. I'll have words for Ezra. Uh the people around Ezra, the people surrounding Ezra, um, care about your friend. Care about your family member, please. They are on the downwardest of spirals. And I don't think this one is going to end up being like the Robert Downey Jr. one. I don't think this one's going to be recoverable. I think they're literally about one strike away from just being out of here forever. There is no redemption arc. There is no, oh, hey, you know, they made a comeback. There's none of that for them. The damage that they've done this year, even with the damage they'd already done in previous years, I mean, don't forget, like, it wasn't this year that they chokeslammed a woman. But this year, they have thrown a chair at somebody. They have been belligerent in public. They have been in fights. They have been arrested, bailed out of jail, then went to the house of the people that bailed them out and threatened them and stole from them. They have allegedly groomed and kidnapped someone's daughter. And now they are stealing alcohol from someone's home while they are not there. I'm sorry. This is kind of reminding me of like that thing we do when we watch Family Guy. We're just listing all the shit that the AB does. <laughs> Not Family Guy, uh, American Dad. I mean, Dad. yeah, you know what I mean. Because <laughs> Roger's a fucking, fucking, uh, a menace. <laughs> this nigga's a terrorist. It's just like this man did stole skin from a little boy's body, <laughs> tried to rape a girl. He stole. Kill and <laughs> like, what are you doing in one episode? In one episode. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I I pray for Ezra, right? I pray for Ezra. I know I know the popular thing now is not to pray for shitty people. I'm not like that. I don't want shitty people to continue to be shitty people. I want them to be better. So I pray for Ezra. I play for I pray for the people around him and I pray that they one day will wake up and say, hey, we kind of don't want this person to die. So let's um, try to help this person because the downward spiral they're on right now. Fuck the flash coming out. Fuck their career. Ezra's going to end up dead somewhere. So, hey, maybe stop being a fuck up. Mm-hmm. Last words, Nessa? Ditto. Mm.
Agreed. Jesus Christ. And like she said, goddamn, Will Smith went up and slapped somebody. All motherfuckers ready to have World War Three. This nigga Ezra out here doing every crime in the book. And everybody just look, oh, what's that? What's going on? I told you, they don't care about white crime. They don't care about white crime. It's not white crime. It's just crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, time to move on into our Drop the Needle segment. So for anyone who doesn't know, Drop the Needle is when we discuss music. Um, so I'll try to keep this one short. So over this past weekend, Eminem dropped his second greatest hits compilation album called uh, Curtain's Call, Curtain Call 2. I can't talk today. It's called Curtain Call 2. Um, he released a single for it with uh, Snoop Dogg. It was pretty lit. And I listened to this uh, compilation project. I, of course, loved it. I am an Eminem stan. And I wanted to take this quick moment to just rank his discography. You know, just to say, you know, how I feel about his albums. I feel like a lot of people feel a lot of different ways. Eminem is one of those artists where not everybody has a consensus on where they place his albums. You know, some artists do. Like, some artists, it's very easy to say, okay, these are the whack ones, these are the great ones. With M, it's not that easy. A lot of different people love a lot of different records. So, um, I'm not counting Infinite because that was an unofficial release. I'm not counting that. But I am, got, well, it wasn't unofficial, but he wasn't signed to Dr. Dre yet. So, I'm only counting from Some Shady LP on. And I'm also counting Bad Meets Evil with Royce Five Nine, and I'm also counting the Shady XV project that he did with everybody on his label. So that's twelve projects. Gonna try to speed through them. Uh, number twelve. I mean, his worst project is Encore. Vanessa is not a uh, Eminem fan like that, so I'm gonna be telling her which album had what kind of songs on it. Uh, Encore. Uh, have you heard the song? Um, the way you shake it, I don't know you make it. I never seen an ass like you got. I feel like the only Eminem songs I know are the ones you played and the ones I've heard him featured on. You, so you never heard um, um. Ah oh damn! Now I'm blanking. <laughs> Fuck. Now I'm gonna make you dance. It's your chance. Yeah, boy, shake that ass. Whoops, I mean girl. Girl, girl, girl. Now you know you're my world. Alright, now lose it. Arr, just lose it. Arr, go crazy. You never heard that? Well, it's probably a good thing. That album is horrible. <laughs> and it's the only album in Eminem's discography that I would say is bad. That album is horrendous. Now there are some good songs on it. There's some really good songs on it. Oh, there's some shit songs. There are some horrible songs on that album. Holy shit. I wish I'd never heard it. You know what's funny? What if that's the one album I end up liking? <laughs> you know what's crazy? Marcel likes that album. And I, to this day, Marcel, if you're listening, why do you like that shit? <laughs> that shit is trash. Anyway. Number 11, I'm going to go with um, Revival. Now, Revival is one of the newer ones. I walk on water. It has that one on it. 
with Beyonce, but only when it freezes. A lot of people hate that album. I don't. I don't think it's one of his best, obviously, but I like it. I think it's I think it's good. You know, I like the rapping. Some of the production I'm not in love with. Some of the bars are really bad, but some of the bars are really great. And I like a lot of the content and I think the album is good. I think it gets a bad rap. Uh, number 10, I'm gonna go with the Shady XV compilation. I think that album is really dope. It's just, you know, a couple of the songs don't really hit for me like that. Number nine, I'm going to go with Kamikaze. Now, Kamikaze is a project that came out after Revival, which was basically his project saying, oh, y'all don't like my last album. Fuck y'all. It was dope to hear. I will be fine if I never hear anything like that again. I don't like the whole, like, Oh, I'm gonna attack y'all if y'all don't like my shit. Nigga, some people ain't gonna like your shit. You're Eminem. You're one of, not only are you one of the most popular people in the world, you're also one of the most disliked people in the world. It goes hand in hand. You're gonna have people that just don't like your shit. They're not haters. They're not fucking being, they don't have personal vendettas against you. Some people ain't gonna like your shit. So was it cool to hear him come back real quick, rapping all hard and killing everybody on the songs? Yes, it was very cool to see. I hope I never see it again. <laughs> but that album is lit. As the song, uh, when that horrible Venom movie came out, as the song, uh, Venom, 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 got no line when I'm never Oh my God. And I like that song. Please. I think this song is all over TikTok. Oh God. Uh, number eight, I'm going to go with Bad Me's Evil. I think that project is really good. I just think it's really short. It has uh, the Fastlane song. You know what I'm talking about? First verse, I'm on till I'm on the island. My rhyme's fine, I'm an autobahn, I'm autopilot. Uh, uh, run in the fast lane. And I can't stop now. I don't really know what oh. that thing. That one. And the lighter song with Bruno Mars is on there too. I think I'm on seven, right? I'm on number seven. Maybe. Number seven, I'm gonna go with uh Relapse. I like Relapse. I think Relapse is dope. I think it gets a bad rep. You wouldn't know any songs on Relapse, but Relapse is dope to me. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yes, the accents get a little crazy, but I still fuck with the album. Number six, I'm going to go with Music To Be Murdered By, the most recent one. I love that record. I think it's fire. I think it's absolutely lit. I love it. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't want to tell people. I, it just seems like, oh, I'm not going to go on some big long rant. I feel like that album is lit, so... That's all I have to say on that one. It has a Godzilla on it with Juice World. I could swallow a bottle of alcohol and a, that one. Uh, number five, I got Recovery. Recovery has most of the songs that you know. Love the way you lie. Not afraid. No love with Wayne. You know, that, that one is the big one with all the singles on it. And uh, yeah, that album's fire. I think that album's great. It's catchy as fuck. I love the production. I love M's rapping. A lot of people didn't know how to feel about him turning into this motivational, like, 
oh, like, I want to, like, try to, you know, uplift people. A lot of people didn't like because, that vibe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you brought up I'm Not Afraid, I was like, you know, this kind of... <laughs> <laughs> kind of an odd one, right? Go take my hand. Go take my But I like it. And like, I don't know, you could try and read the lyrics off of this paper before I lay them. Like, that's just hard. Anyway, uh, number four, I'm going to go with the Slim Shady LP. And I know that's kind of blasphemous, but I didn't grow up with that album the way a lot of people did. A lot of people, that was their first introduction to him. That one has... um. That one has um. Hi, my name is Hi. My name is Chicka Chicka Slim Shady. Like, I really do love that album. I do. I didn't grow up with it, so I can't really put it that high as a lot of people. A lot of other people do, but I still love it. I still think it's great. I still think it's a classic. It's just not a personal favorite. Number three. Personal album. It's a personal album. <laughs> Number three, I got the Eminem show. That album is fire. No skips. That one has um that one has um Ah shit. Now this looks like a job for me. So everybody just follow me. Cause we need a little controversy because it feels so empty without me. I said, this looks like a good job. <laughs> it has that one on it. Okay. So, love that record. Number two! I know it's blasphemous. Marshall Mathis LP2. A lot of people will have this. Bless you. A lot of people have this album a lot lower. I don't know why. I think this is one of the best rap albums ever made. That's the one I played for you. I personally feel like it's one of the best rap albums ever made. I know a lot of people would disagree, but I feel like just in terms of rapping ability, for anyone who hasn't heard it, on the song Legacy, this man uses the same rhyme scheme for the for three full verses for an entire song. And he doesn't repeat a bar once. The same rhyme scheme for the whole song. I don't know. I'm not going to go on some big long rant, but <laughs> I love that album. But... I don't love it quite as much as my number one favorite Eminem album of all time, which is the Marshall Mathers LP. One of my favorite albums of all time. That one has, um, well, the real Slim Shady, please stand up. Please stand up. And it also has a stand on it, too. That album's fucking incredible. You may have also heard this one. Uh, the one, um, ah, shit. Why, why do I always blank? I always I blame. God damn it. I sit back with this pack of zigzags in this bag of this weed. It gives me the shit needed to be the most meanest MC on this, on this earth. It's his birth. I've been cursed with this curse. It just not ringing bells. Because I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the news, the paper, every day I am. Radio won't even play my jam Cause I am What you never heard this Oh I feel so old y'all <laughs> She really be making me feel old When no. this shit happens <laughs> Fam I was three years old when that, when that album came out I was three I wasn't even born yet <laughs> <laughs> Fam I was three 
I wouldn't even thought of. You were gonna be born what in about a year? I was and, gonna be not two, even. In two thousand, my mom was gonna be pregnant. In two thousand, so no, she, so I, my were, mom was pregnant. She was pregnant yes. in two thousand. So you were conceived, but you weren't. You <laughs> weren't here born. yet. <laughs> wow, man, making me feel so old. God damn. But yeah, man. I love Eminem. I, Vanessa is not a big Eminem stand, so that's why I just kind of tried to rush through it. I'm not trying to go on no big, long, crazy rants. I love Eminem. I just wanted to show him some love because it feels like a lot of people show him hate these days. I personally, this is not me like trying to be a stand defending him. I'm more just saying that it feels like the internet goes through phases when they just choose something to shit on. And you know it. You're a part of the YouTube zeitgeist. You see on YouTube that every couple months they'll find something that everybody has to make a big long essay video about why so-and-so is trash, why this sucks, why the Blase Blase fans are wrong and all that shit. I feel like right now we're still in a phase where it's cool to say Eminem sucks. And I'm just here to be one of the wholesome fans. I'm not attacking anybody. If you don't like Eminem, that's fine. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I just want to be one of the people that's being a wholesome fan, not being aggressive, not being like the other Eminem, because I've encountered them too. There are some Eminem fans that are literally some of the worst people you'll ever meet. I just want to say I love Eminem. I think he's great. If you don't think he's great, that's fine, dude. I don't care. So, yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Uh, this one I just want to add a real quick one. Uh, apparently, so far in this decade, The Weeknd is the best performing artist on the Hot 100. Mm. Which actually isn't surprising to me because uh, Blinding Lights came out at the end of 2019. And I think Blinded Lights, I think it's pretty official. That's like the biggest song like ever. <laughs> well, okay. The biggest song like ever in terms of like our generation. Yeah. Now, if we looking at other generations, I think Michael Jackson still got him beat by like a few songs. <laughs> but, <laughs> and that's not even getting into like fucking the Beatles or Prince or anybody Elvis. like that. Elvis. Elvis. But, um, which you still have to see. I know. We'll get around to it. Um, I don't know. It just is interesting to me because that whole conversation at the beginning of the year with weekend dropping the same weekend as <laughs> the same weekend as Gunna and Gunna slightly outsold them by like a thousand records or two thousand records. And then everybody's just like, oh, oh, people like Gunna more than Weekend. Gunna's album is better than Weekend. Weekend has like a bunch of songs on the chart that's been on the charts for like years and they haven't gone anywhere. Blinding Lights has been on the chart since it dropped. His fucking compilation, the little greatest hit shit he dropped before the Super Bowl performance he did, that shit's still on the charts. After Hours is still on the charts, Starboy is on the fucking chart. 
I think the only Gunna album on the chart is the one that dropped this year. Stop fucking talking to me. Okay, you weekend stand. I'm sorry. Break, we know that's your baby daddy and all, but like. Hey, man, listen, bro. Like, all right, wait a minute. I'm doing a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, Vanessa, you haven't spoken in a minute. I feel like I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, um, that kind of reminded me of this post that I saw. Malone? Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, It just reminded me of this post that I saw, basically. It was like, um, you know him being like the top selling artist or some shit i don't know i don't know specifically what the uh post said but essentially they were just kind of like trying to say like oh like he's better than mj and oh my god uh chris like retweeted the post and was just like no. He was just like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more like a baby prince to MJ. Like, <laughs> don't disrespect the king. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. It's just these new age people, man. They these new rules, these new streaming rules, it's so easy to chart. Mm. Like, it's so easy to chart. We have like a completely different top ten songs like every week. Mm. Just because some new popular artist dropped. And it's just like, it's too easy to chart. So like, you can't, I feel like comparing the new people to the older generations is just not right. It's just not right. Because these days, if I just click your song because I'm curious to hear it, that counts towards you as a play. Mm. If I just hear it on TikTok, that counts as a play. If I just watch your video on YouTube because I just want to see the video, that counts as a play. Whereas back in the day, people actually had to go. They didn't just listen to the radio. Oh yeah, the radio plays your song. That's a that counts as a play. The back in the day, people would hear your song on the radio, say, Oh, I like that artist. Hear that you have an album coming out, get up. Get in the car, drive to the store, and buy your record or buy your single for it to count towards you. So an artist back in the day selling a million records, an artist today selling a million records, it's not the same conversation. Nobody today is better than any of the best artists from the past. Point blank period. So with that being said, leave my baby daddy weekend alone. Wait. We listened to Lizzo last week. Mm. How'd you feel? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like how you were saying, like, it was kind of just like, you know, that TikTok shit. Like, you basically hear it on TikTok. Because, I mean, I love Lizzo. Like, I love seeing her face. Um, especially on TikTok because she's funny as fuck. She is hilarious. But it's like, you know, listening to the album, I can definitely see like all of these songs being danced to by, you know. White you girls. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you did. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, I mean the songs are cool, but like I wouldn't necessarily go back to it, you know, on my own. Um, if it was playing like on the radio, like okay, mm-hmm. so, if they had it like. If I was at somebody's crib or something and they had it on, I'm just like, okay, cool. You wouldn't ask them to turn it off. Right. Yeah. Um, Me and Lizzo, you know, I I liked Cause I Love You a lot. I actually think that album is really great. Um, It was the only, it was my first album I heard of hers and it was the only one I'd heard for a while. I didn't go back and listen to any other ones, but... No, I think that album is fantastic. And what made that album so great for me was a lot of the experimentation, the way that it felt like a perfect blend of pop, funk, R&B, soul, like a lot of shit, even a couple rock elements here and there. And, you know, the project felt very risky and it worked for me in that way. It was very creative. I feel like this new album took away all of that. Now, Lizzo is one of those people that her quirkiness and her weirdness is just her. Like, you can't take that away from her. So it's like, it's Lizzo. So on every song, I'm still getting some pretty damn good singing. Mm -hmm. And I'm still getting a pretty funny line every now and again. And, you know, I'm still getting some quirky decisions here or there, but this album just feels very sterile and safe. A lot of people say Because I Love You was more of a pop album than anything. I disagree. This is a pop album for real. This album is very safe. The production is very just mainstream pop. There's not a whole lot of creativity in the production the production is very like dry sometimes and i hate to say it like that huh mediocre very mediocre very mid a lot of these songs don't feel finished they feel finished they don't feel well fleshed out i don't feel fulfilled after the song is over and I don't know. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And I still love Lizzo because I know she can do better. It just feels like this album, like Vanessa said, is made for TikTok. Every song is super safe. So many of the lyrics and the themes of this album are super safe. It's all about self-love and accepting yourself and accepting others and bettering yourself and feeling good about yourself. There's a song I hear called Everybody's Gay. There's a song I hear that's a birthday song. Very safe. Very safe. Very calculated. So... Hopefully her next project is a little more creative and a little more out there. And maybe, you know, some other people get some enjoyment out of it, except for the white girls with the camera pointed at themselves. Uh, Moving on, though, someone else dropped an album that me and Vanessa feel very differently about. (laughs) Queen B! Listen. (laughs) I'm... (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't want to receive death threats, okay? Oh, you I know just, they're coming. I just want to voice... The beehive is on the I don't D-way. want to get stung. I just want to voice my opinion. Hey. Okay? Now, the police are already <laughs> on <laughs> their <laughs> way. <laughs> On their way. On their way. (laughs) If y'all have never seen us written and directed by Jordan Peele, you are missing out. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) All right, now, hey, look, 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 look. All right, now, I done already done told y'all to get off my property. Now, if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy, okay? Now, the cops... Already on oh, their way. <laughs> He's such a fucking cornball. Such a fucking dork, bro. <laughs> no, nah, listen. Be how coming for you. Listen, okay. Listen, okay. <laughs> um, listen. I just wanna, I just wanna put out there that like dance, pop, and like. Like that kind of genre is not my favorite genre. Okay, so oh, you meant as one word, dance pop. Yeah, dance pop. Okay. So it's like whenever I heard Drake's album, I, I, I mean, it's not, not it's not different. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say I automatically wasn't gonna fuck with it because it was like a dance poppy album, but. I wasn't necessarily jumping for joy when I heard the first two tracks and they just all followed the same type of beat. Mm-hmm. So it's like whenever I heard, you know, Break My Soul, I'm just like, okay, you know, dance music, that's cool. But when the album started playing and I realized that this was kind of going to be, you know, majority of the album, I'm just like, oh, Damn. <laughs> <Love> <laughs> <us>. <laughs> because it's like, I don't know. It's I love, 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 love lemonade, okay? And Pink I don't know. Or yellow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just I'm like, drinking a little bit, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I feel like Beyonce, it's just, I don't know, it's just very like. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. I just feel like it's very hard to like say that I don't like the album because it's not even that. It's just. It's not for I'm you. not, yeah, it's not for me. It's I'm not particularly fond of it. Like, I don't feel anything listening to it. And. Nor do I feel like I would ever go back to it. But, you know, it's cool, you know, that other people like it. I'm, I commend you. Bravo. Clapping hands. <laughs> Round of applause. Round okay? of applause. But it's just not for me, okay? <laughs> mm. And I don't know. That's just my two cents. Well, Beehive, like, on the ready. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? And march! <laughs> <laughs> Archers, ready! <laughs> On my mark. 
fire! <laughs> they all flaming arrows and right. shit. <laughs> Low, the load the cannons. Load the cannons. Wait a minute. Release the house. The house? What? How many, how many stuff you need to kill one nigga? <laughs> have captured nah. the enemy <laughs> what operation nagasaki part two ready to go <laughs> nagasaki Wait. <laughs> not nagasaki hiroshima <laughs> i'm getting my japanese oh my cities mixed up and shit please or was that was that a yeah, that was a city, right? Oh. Is that even what they call them in Japan? What? Do they call them cities? Because you know how Canada calls their shits provinces? Yeah. So it's like, does... Okay, they call it a city. I mean... Yeah, I said, here, I said Nagasaki. What the fuck? really, or is that just Google? I, well, that's what Google said. That's what Wikipedia said. Okay, at least Nagasaki is another city in Japan. So, <laughs> at least it was an honest mistake. <laughs> now, if it came up, Nagasaki is a um, African country, <laughs> I'd have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> I'd have deleted myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce. It's so crazy that our first episode of the podcast was literally Beyonce. Beyonce. And now here we are <laughs> talking, talking about, about Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> I love this fucking album, dude. I love it. Dude. dude. I love it. I feel what you're saying, right? Because most of the people I've heard that have said they don't like this album, they don't like this kind of music. Yeah. So it's like, I get it. I personally love this kind of music. So this is right up my alley. Well, you didn't like the Drake shit. The Drake shit was ass. <laughs> this album is fire. It's because you like dance pop music. Don't mean you got to like every dance pop music. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, damn. It's like, I like R&B, but goddamn, that shit. Breezy Drop was... Never mind. Yeah, no, nah, I was gonna say, come on now. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> well, you about to shit on your dude for no reason. See now that's why he be posting shit like he be posting. You, you see that? You see I that? was just playing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, we're breezy nation. You ain't representing. I uh, shit. Well, I, well, <laughs> Them bitches that we paying a thousand dollars to take pictures with his ass is Breezy Nation. Not me. <laughs> Come on now, you're the head of the board. All I them... ain't got a thousand dollars to be spending on a pickle. But all them bitches is just PR. They for show. Sure. You out here running the behind the scenes. Hell no. You running the behind the scenes. You making the calls. You making the plays. I ain't got the cause or the place to be you, paying a thousand dollars for a goddamn pitch. You calling the shots? You the one that said, "Look, they, the nigga, <laughs> the one that's in charge of the beehive gonna have your ass sniped." Please, 
They're going to be like, take them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a kill shot. And my sights. <laughs> nah, man. I love this album. I think it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. But I understand why a lot of people don't love it. It's not for everybody. Mm. But for me, it is for me. So, shit. Uh, favorite tracks, Cozy, Cuff It, Break My Soul, Church Girl, Virgo's Groove. Oh, my. <laughs> I love this album. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love with Beyonce. Beyonce. So, I'm going to start planning your funeral. You better get your will together because you know Beehive coming. So, they coming. It was a good ride, y'all. It was. It I was. I want to say thank you to my. Actually, no, never mind. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Had me fooled. I was like, Ali. <laughs> Damn, I thought we were going to get some praise. No, I mean, I'm already getting killed. What am I? What, what am I thanking y'all for? <laughs> y'all finna kill my ass. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to take a quick break, y'all. We'll be right back. <laughs> Was good, y'all. We back at it again. I'm playing. We back at it again. Um, we here at the Keep It Three Thousand portion of the podcast. And before we get into it, we went to go see Nope yesterday, and the movie was fucking ridiculous, and it was fucking crazy and weird. But before we get into the review. We gotta get into something else that happened at the theater that kind of uh, ruined our experience. So I will pass the torch to my dear over here. First of all, that was bars. (laughs) Okay, so movie was definitely crazy. We'll talk about that in a second. For me, the movie theater is not just a place. What you quoting the bitch now? (laughs) (laughs) We come to AMC theaters (laughs) to laugh, to cry. When the lights begin to dim. (laughs) Dazzling images on a huge silk. I'm so sick of that bitch. Anyway. For a lot of people, movies are just that. They're just movies. For a lot of people, and that's why they, you know, that's why I am very familiar with the looks and the and the comments of, bro, it's just a movie. I'm very familiar with hearing that because that's how most people feel. Maybe not most. That's what a lot of people feel. A lot of people feel like a movie is just a movie. And they feel that the movie theater is just a place where you can go watch a movie. They don't think any deeper than that. You know, it's something fun to waste time to. That's not how I personally see it. There are people like me in this world that watch film because it connects, it connects with us on a much deeper level. 
when I watch, when I sit down to watch a film, I'm not just saying, hey, let's watch a movie real quick. I'm sitting down to engross myself in a world that isn't my own. And I'm sitting down to allow myself to be immersed into somewhere different and experience a story that will bring a certain level of emotion out of me. Not always tears, sometimes just laughter, fear, thrills, uh, mystery, amazement, wonderment. Films do something for me that's a little deeper than just, oh, I had a fun time for a couple hours. I love to think about film. I love to watch a story unravel. I love to fall in love with characters. I love to see something I've never seen before. And the movie theater is a sanctuary for me. Me going to the movie theaters actually does benefit my mental health, believe it or not. When I'm not at the theater for a while, it hurts, actually. It actually, you know, not physically, but it like, I can feel my mental health isn't as strong when I haven't been to the movie theater in about three, four weeks. It starts to weigh on me. The everydayness of life starts to weigh on me a little bit. The theater is one of the keys to my happiness. And the movie theater is my happy place. So when you bitch made rinky dink crust neck fuckheads come into my happy place and you sit one seat down from me and you don't shut the fuck up you're on your bright ass phone and you're fucking eating the loudest bag of chips I've ever heard in my lifetime. And you are ruining my experience? Forgive me if I hope you crash your car when you leave the theater. <laughs> the most infuriating thing to me on this planet Earth is not Donald Trump. Donald Trump does not and does not penetrate my defenses as egregiously. Racist people don't penetrate my defenses as egregiously. War doesn't penetrate my defenses as easily. The only thing that truly penetrates every wall I have and angers me to my core are motherfuckers that leave their home to go to the theater to act like they're at fucking home. <laughs> there are people here that would actually like to watch the fucking movie. Like me. Like me. <laughs> there are people here that actually want to hear what the characters are saying. Like me. Like me. <laughs> there are people here who actually want to enjoy a nice theater experience. <laughs> I didn't come here to hear you. So why the fuck are you talking so loud? 
it was just so crazy because it's like, dude, I could literally hear everything she was saying. Every fucking word. And it was like, every time she said, oh, I don't understand what's happening. Why the fuck are you still here? Leave. <laughs> she said like six times. Literally. I'm done wasting my money on this. I don't even, I don't know, what even know what's going, going on. on. I don't even know what's going on. This man. shit I weird. I can't even figure out what's going on. I don't, I don't on, waste what, my what, money. What are you doing here? I don't even know what's going on. Then get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't understand this, man. You have you have every single avenue to just be home. If you want to act like you're at fucking home, just fucking stay home. Bootlegged. You have Netflix, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Paramount Plus, Plex, fucking Peacock. You have fucking up to f- all kind of shit. You have cable. You have YouTube. You have Apple TV. If you want to watch a movie and act like you're at your fucking house, stay at your fucking house. She was just so annoying because it's like, dude, like, you act like you're the only person here. When obviously there are people beside you, behind you, in front of you, and you shine in your bright ass phone. On a hundred percent brightness, fam. It wasn't just no like 50, 10 percent. No, bitch. You had that shit up bright as hell. Like you outside in the sun. Girl, what you can't even see that shit. It's dark as hell in the theater. What the fuck you need the brightness so goddamn loud for? And it's just like you over here talking at a normal volume. It's like, do you not know where you are? Like, I really felt like she didn't know where she was. Because that's that ghetto ass shit that... Listen, I'm not for the stereotypes that white people place on black people. But no, you are the definition it. of a ratchet black woman. Because you over here... Talking at the screen. Talking loud as motherfucking fuck. All loud as ratchet as shit. Eating your chips loud Eating as fuck. Eating loud ass munching on goddamn hot Cheetos and shit. You the goddamn hot Cheeto girl they be talking about in high school. Mm. And you over here talking about shit that ain't got nothing to do with you. Talk about something you don't know what's going on. You don't understand. Okay, then fucking leave. Just get the fuck up and go. Like, you talk about you wasting your money. Okay, leave then. Why are you still here? Like you and why you gotta ruin it for all of us? You obviously don't care about the movie, so why ruin the experience for everybody else that's still trying to watch the movie? And you know what? I'm not, I'm not an asshole. I understand. I talked to Vanessa during films. The difference is, though, I talked to her like this. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if y'all didn't hear what I just said because you're not supposed to. (laughs) I wait for the loud moments to say something to Vanessa. Or eat a loud ass bag of chips. Or to like to open a bag of something. I wait for the action sequences. The quietest scenes to pull out a whole buffet out of her purse. (laughs) I've checked my phone in the theater before. My phone is on like 5% brightness. And guess what? I can see it. And the people two seats down from me can't see it. 
And even if they do, I only have it out for half a second. And I put it back in. She had it out the whole movie. Fam, like, I'm talking about, like, literally, like, there would be two to three minute sections of her <laughs> just on her bright-ass phone, fam. I never wanted to be a Karen so bad. There were multiple points where I wanted to be that motherfucker that walks out into the lobby and grabs a supervisor and says... I am trying to enjoy this film and there are some people sitting next to me that are extremely obnoxious. Please do something. And I never want to be that person. I've never been that person. Last night, I've never been closer to it. I was about to get up. But see, here's the thing though. Because I was thinking that for like the first hour and 20 of the movie... Around an hour and 30, you didn't see me. I almost got up because I was going to take you and leave. (laughs) And we were just going to catch another showtime either today or this weekend. Because I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't fucking take it anymore. Now for all you bitch motherfuckers... (laughs) They're like, Andrew, you're taking it too serious. It's not even that serious, man. You tripping over nothing. Take something that you truly enjoy doing more than most people and have someone else ruin it for you. That's what I'm talking about. It ain't about a fucking movie. It ain't about a fucking phone screen. It's about having something that's, that is important to me being ruined by an outside source. It's like you go to a restaurant, you hungry as hell, like you ain't eating all day. You order your shit, you ready to get your food, waiter brings your shit, and she just trips and falls. Like, what? Now your now food, your food on the ground. ground. <laughs> 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 now you can't eat no food. Like, it's just gone. And you're not going to be, but the difference is you can't be mad at her because all she did was trip and fall. No, she tripped and fall over a bitch that tripped her. <laughs> 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 So are you wrong if you get up and whoop that bitch ass? No. No. <laughs> Listen, man. And I... I just... I feel like... There are just so many of you. I'm, I'm begging you. Please. If you don't actually want to see the movie, then don't go. Please. Because it's like, you know, like... Especially if you live in Jacksonville, you know there's, like, not much to do. There's not. It's just the mall, the movies, skating, and adventure landing. That's it. And Top Golf. <laughs> and <laughs> if you got enough money for Top Golf, then I guess. <laughs> but goddamn, nigga, that's all you got. <laughs> so it's like, for the most part, whenever people be like, hey, you want to go hang out and some shit, you ain't seen your friend in a long time, and y'all choose to go to the movies... Pick a friend that y'all, like, can just be in comfortable silence. Don't choose a friend that's, like, they always want to talk and they just got to talk loud as hell for no reason. Go to the skating rink for that. I told Marcel this. I told Marcel, I was like, I kind of minimized going to the theater with you because when I'm with you, I'm influenced to act up a little bit. Because <laughs> me and Marcel, you've seen us. We're very goofy. Mm-hmm. The only time I slightly break my theater courtesy rules is when I'm with Marcel. Because <laughs> he just brings that energy out of me. 
But I know that that is disturbing everyone else around us. That's why I haven't really been going to the theater with Marcel as much because I'm, I don't want to be part of the problem that I'm, I can't complain about it if I'm part of the fucking problem. Yeah. So it's like, I'm trying to like, I'm just, please, I'm begging you. If you act, if you want to act like you're at home, please just stay home. Just stay home. Because all you're doing is ruining it for everybody else. And you may be thinking, wow, out of all your options, like you were, you were talking about going to the supervisor, you were talking about leaving. Why not just say something to them? When there is, and this is going to sound so like racist and fucked up, I don't care right now. I am in Jacksonville, Florida, and there is a heavy set black woman sitting a chair down from me eating loudly on her phone on full brightness talking at the same volume I'm talking right now if I lean over and ask her to do anything that she does not want to do do you think anything is going to get solved hell no if anything it's going to create more of a distraction because she's going to be like uh-uh, leave me alone. I'm just trying to watch the movie. I don't, f- fam, I don't feel like getting into a fight with a big black woman. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't. And it's like, even the theater people, they can't really do much. Because if they poke their head in, watch that be like the one time that she's actually quiet when they poke their head in. And look, they can't they can't just kick somebody out just because I said so. Mm. So it's just like, and even then, if they kick them out, that'll probably create even more of a distraction for everybody else because they're, they're not going to pause the movie. Right. It's a problem that's not really solvable in a perfect way. So again, I'm begging you people out there, if you're one of those people that acts like this, Please, I'm begging you, as someone who actually loves the movie theater and loves the experience, I'm telling you right now, in case you were unaware, in case you were ignorant of this, your behavior is ruining the experience for somebody. Yeah. You are ruining it. There are movies that I enjoyed while I was watching at home that I didn't enjoy in the theater because there was somebody ruining it for me. Stop. Stop doing it. Stop being selfish. Stop being a fuckhead. Just stay home if you want to act like you're home. And it's so ass, too, because it's like, dude, like, you know you're talking at a normal volume. Like, you can tell when you're whispering, and you can tell when you're talking at a normal volume. That's why it, like, always, like, kind of, like, makes me, like, kind (laughs) of... It makes me kind of laugh whenever, like, Michael always says, like, he heard us. I'm like, dude, like, we were whispering, but whatever. You said you heard us, whatever. (laughs) But I know for a fact that we were whispering. She was talking at a normal volume, dude. Like, you know whenever your voice switches from a whisper or a regular, like, talking voice. So it's like, you know you're not supposed to be talking at a regular volume, at the theater, dude. Like, it's dark as fuck. It's quiet as fuck. We're supposed to be watching the movie. And you over here talking like you 
ain't got no goddamn sense. Like, I don't understand the logic in that. I don't. Just stop ruining shit for people. Just because you feel like you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> apart from that, I thought the movie was pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like we said, like, I don't, I don't, unless he come out with some just miraculous like crazy like profound ass shit i don't think like anything from his catalog as of now is gonna top us i think us is always just gonna be my favorite Mm. um granted i've seen us four five times now same and i've only seen get out once and (laughs) nope once so that's not really a fair comparison but it's just the fact that i wanted to see us so badly like i don't know i feel like it's just different i feel like the fact that i've been just itching to see us as much as i have um when it first came out versus like get out like I feel like I could see it again, but like I haven't really been itching to see it. I want to see Nope again just because it's so recent and it's so fresh and it was just so like weird. Um, I don't really understand like some things that happen. Like it's pretty like straightforward and simple, but I still feel like I've like missed a couple things, you know, with Jordan Peele. Mm. Nothing is ever a stretch. Nothing's a reach. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if I see it again, like, I'll understand some things better. But, you know, that's just that. But I feel like Us is always going to be my favorite. But Nope was really good. I feel like um, it was very creative and interesting to see, like, it go from this very... No spoilers yet. No, I'm just saying, like, the genres. Okay. So, from Get Out is, like, this very, like, uh, this drama. It's a... Like, drama thriller. It's a thriller slash social commentary. And then Us is, like, this psychological government thriller. Mm -hmm. And then Nope is just kind of, like, this sci-fi thriller. It's just, like, it's just so different, but... It all kind of, you know, fits, you know, it's not super, you know, out there, but it still, you know, exceeds your expectations. Um, I was in the minority with Get Out. I saw it in theaters, Um, not in the minority in which I didn't like it. I really did like it. I, I still love Get Out. I don't think it's the, oh my God, amazing movie a lot of people think it is. Hmm. I don't think it's like this crazy, super excellent, like, I just think it's really, really great. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fine. I don't think everything, you know, has to be so amazing and Mm -hmm. incredible to be great. That for me is us. I've seen Get Out maybe last night was like my third time. Us, last night was probably like my sixth or seventh. 
Like, see, it's it's just like it's so unfair for me to say like us is my favorite because I've seen it so so many times versus the other movies. But it's like I can't help it. It's it's Santa rewatchable. Cruz. Santa Cruz. It's just so rewatchable. Like we literally quoted it mm-hmm. <laughs> earlier. Bro, us is just that movie for me. And I've heard the complaints, oh, it doesn't make sense. By the time it's over, the plot doesn't make sense. There's logic issues. Yeah, I see that. I don't give a fuck. Is it really? Or are you just not paying attention? No, there's some there's some pretty big logic like what? flaws. Like like we we don't have we're supposed to be talking about nope. We don't oh, have time for this. We'll do it. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do it one day. Write it down. We'll do we'll it. Talk about we'll it do it one day. We'll we'll do it one day. No, no, no. We can talk about. Oh, it. you don't want to talk about it on the pod. You just no. want to talk about yeah. this. Okay, bet, 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 bet. But um, nah. I I love us. I fucking adore us. Nope was a film that when I heard it was coming, I was like, yes. Because when I heard Candyman was coming, I said yes initially, and then I found out. Oh, he's just producing Candyman. He didn't write it. He didn't direct it. Okay. So that wasn't the next film by Jordan Peele. When I heard Nope was coming, I got hyped. I love this movie, man. This movie's fucking great. Kiki Palmer. Clap it up. Clap it up. It's so crazy because it's like... I've literally followed her since she was a kid. <laughs> and I've literally grown up with her. So it's like, it's funny how you were just like, where has she been at? And I'm like, she's <laughs> been here. What are you talking about, bro? I didn't know. <laughs> like, I, I love Kiki Palmer, man. I do too. And she's so amazing in this movie. She's so great. Hmm. She's so funny. And she's so energetic. And it's literally just like, she's literally herself. (laughs) It's like, it's a little, you know, like that super juvenile, annoying teen sister, like. She's kind of just an exaggerated version of herself. Literally, just like, literally like the juvenile teen sister version of herself. (laughs) It's like, she's annoying as fuck, but she's lovable as hell. Damn, she was great. Daniel Kaluuya, man. Mm. That nigga is a beast. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> the, okay, so we're going to get into spoilers here. So if you haven't seen Nope, pause the podcast, watch it, or just fast forward through this part. But... We're about to spoil a little bit. So, bottom line, I think it's pretty clear. We really enjoyed the movie. Go see it. Unless you're one of those fuckers like the fucker I was talking about earlier. Stay your ass home and wait for the fucking streaming shit. The rest of you respectful moviegoers, go have a blast. Um, Spoilers. So, it's not a flying saucer. It's an organism. It's a being. It's an alien itself. It's not a flying, like, it's not a ship. It is the alien. I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it's it. It's just so funny because it's like, okay. Like, okay. 
<laughs> it's just the jump from like them being like, okay, you saying what I think you're saying? Like, mm-hmm. you you saying what I think you're saying? <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to go. It, it was like, <laughs> there was just no questions asked. Like, she was just like down for it. Let's get this alien picture and let's get this money. Like, that yeah. was it. <laughs> God, like so creative, man. And the visuals, mm. like, man, this is okay. So for me, it's too early to say whether I like this as much as us. It's too early. I can pretty confidently say I like it more than Get Out. Mm. Pretty confidently. Um, I will say this is his most gorgeous looking film. Mm. I think just from like a cinematography yeah. standpoint. The shots in this movie are beautiful. It's particularly the last like 25 minutes. Mm. That last sequence, I was stuck to the chair. I could not move. I was just with my mouth agape, just staring at the screen. Just what the <laughs> fuck is going on? In a good way. In a great way. I was mesmerized. I feel like this is how people felt, like people older than us. I feel like this is how they felt when they saw Steven Spielberg movies for the first time. Mm. When they saw Jaws, when they saw, um, did he do Goonies? I feel like he did Goonies. Mm. I feel like, hold on, let me fact check myself. I feel like he did the Goonies. Did he do Jurassic Park as well? Listen, I'm not good with directors. Oh, no. Richard Donner did The Goonies. Uh, Jurassic Park. I'm sorry. These are things I need to know. I'm a film nerd. Uh, Jurassic Park. I'm pretty sure that's Spielberg. Yeah, that's Spielberg. So, um, yeah, that feeling of wonderment, that feeling of spectacle is like, I've never seen this before. That feeling, like... That's genuinely what I got watching this. Like I'm just like, that is so creative. Like it's sickeningly creative. Mm. I feel like I understand the commentary behind this film. And it's just me stabbing in the dark. Like we said, Jordan Peele, there's no such thing as a reach. He could like, for all we know, th- I'm not even gonna take a guess. I'm not even gonna take a guess. But what I think the movie is about is I think it's about our unhealthy obsession these days with taking extravagant things and trying to monetarily gain from it. Because with the chimp in the, in the beginning... The accident with the chimp that, you know, the helium balloon popped and it scared him and he fucked everybody up. The little boy that survived the incident literally grew up and is using that incident and making money off it. He makes money off of people that are infatuated with the incident, this tragic incident. He's benefiting financially from it that's crazy and it's just crazy because it's like 
you can see like him still kind of being traumatized by it and like even before like the show the show of like the alien coming in like the horse thing even happening yet like the girl that was in this room i don't know who that was was that his mom or his wife or something i don't remember i don't know who that was but she was kind of like comforting him and like kind of you know trying to ease his anxiety a little bit like you can see that he's not like necessarily like okay like mentally and emotionally with doing it but like i feel like he he's in too deep Mm-hmm. And he feels like at this point, like it's it's now or never. Like you can't stop it at this point. All these people are counting on you to show them something impossible, and now you set yourself up to showing them the impossible. If you don't, then they're gonna think you're a fraud or like you're not who you say you are or something like that. I don't know. And it's just insane. So like when you relate that to the alien situation, there's this alien in the sky eating shit and just dropping whatever's not like a living organism out. And whatever's not organic. And most people would be like, what the fuck is going on? We're getting the fuck out of here. The brother and the sister, and somewhat rightfully so, they're broke. But their immediate thought is, we got to photograph this shit so we can make some money. <laughs> and I just feel, I don't know. I just really feel like the, one of the bigger messages in this movie is about how we go at great lengths for monetary gain. We'll even, like, we'll face the most dangerous shit in the world. Yeah for monetary gain and for notoriety and to go viral and shit like that. But that is just one of the many, 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 many different themes and messages that could be in this movie. That Jordan Peele has placed in this movie. Like there's so many things. I particularly really appreciated the respect for filmmaking. There's a lot of filmmaking terms and a lot of, you know, uh, discussions about film in this uh, in this film that I actually really appreciated. I love the beginning when they're talking about uh, the first uh, the first motion picture was this black man on a horse and nobody knows the black man's name. Mm. And I was like, wow, that is that's interesting because we're not just talking about people like us that are just living our regular lives. They are in a room full of crew members. These are people who work on film and you don't know who was the first person in a in the first motion picture. You know who made that motion picture. You know the white man's name. Oh, look at there. I stumbled upon another fucking theme or message <laughs> or whatever. Look, I just stumbled upon another message. <laughs> or like when, uh, when they hire the cinematographer or director or whatever that's looking for the perfect shot and he brings an a- analog camera. He doesn't bring an electric electronic camera and they're like super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Like little shit, like, you know, I was like, you know, I was giddy in my chair. I was like, hey, like, <laughs> 
I don't know, man. Like, I love that. But yeah, Jordan Peele just seems like he's going to be an amazing filmmaker for many, many years. It doesn't matter how we rank his films because they're all great. Mm. And he's knocking it out of the park right now. And I just, I love this movie. And I'm not going to say the cliche, I can't wait to see his next thing. I can. I'll sit with this a little more. I want to peel back everything I can't, no pun intended. I want. Please! <laughs> you did it on my face. I did it! Yeah, you did. No, you I did to. it! You want to peel back. Uh, Here you go. Uh, <laughs> anyways, we'll get off a of note, but yeah, y'all need to go see Nope. That shit is fire. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Bruh, no. <laughs> okay, the bitches that was in the theater, like, aggravating us, mm-hmm. they, they was annoying the shit out of me the whole time. But it was kind of funny whenever, like, the credits were rolling and the bitch was like, is there anything else? And then the title screen, nope, came up. She said, nope. <laughs> and then she so perfect because it was literally like is there anything else and then it said nope <laughs> and then she was just like oh nope <laughs> that was dead. so perfect I don't know <laughs> oh my god yeah the movie's great man the movie's great so huh. so Warner Brothers and Discovery so we've talked about Discovery buying Warner Brothers and um they merged. They've already merged. I, I'm pretty sure they've already merged. And they had like a investor call, I think it's called, where they pretty much just talk to the investors and pretty much tell them their plan for the next few years and why they should still be invested and all kind of shit like that. And basically, we got some developments on DC. So apparently DC is getting completely revamped. They're about to just start a brand new DC universe, a brand new DC extended universe. It's going to be, you know, basically just rebooting the whole universe. It's going to be a 10 year plan that's actually similar to Marvel's kind of, you know, the MCU's way of doing things. They plan out how the movies are going to be in the story and all that stuff. Because originally DC was trying to do their own thing, which I actually fucked with. I actually liked that they were, you know, going in a different direction and just kind of being like, eh, let's just make some movies here and there and, you know, make them with a bunch of different creators, see what sticks. It just didn't really work out for a lot of audiences. A lot of people don't really like a lot of the DC movies. I like a lot of them, but a lot of people don't. So they're revamping the entire DC universe. And, um, you know that Batgirl movie that was supposed to come out? That's coming out. That was supposed to come out next year. Okay, wait. They made a Batgirl show. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. I heard it was bad. It wasn't even terrible in the sense that, like, like the action was bad or, like, the story was bad. It was, it was the acting. Mm-hmm. It was the characters. Like, it was that feminist shit where it's like, you have to know. That she was a girl. Oh, Batwoman. You're talking about Batwoman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to know that she was a woman every five seconds. It's like, <laughs> I took you out even though I was a woman. Like, mm. girl, please, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> like, we, we know 
the title of the show is called Batwoman. I wouldn't expect you to be a man at this point. <laughs> yeah, um... Because these seasons have pretty high critic scores. They do not have good audience scores. 80% critics, 16 <laughs> for audiences on season one. Season two, 86 from critics, 19. And on IMDb, it has a 3.3 out of 10. You see, because it's like... I... I'm not particularly fond of Batman in general. So when they announced the show, I was just like, okay, cool. But I seen like the first two episodes and I was like, I am not fucking with this at all. Mm. At all. (laughs) Well, they're making a Batgirl movie. Psych, no, they're not. They canceled it. (laughs) That's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> so this film, I believe they had already shot it. Yep, they already shot it. They already shot it. I think it was they were going into post-production, you know, editing and cinematography and stuff like that. But that was under the old Warner Brothers. That's so terrible. Now, well, hold on now. The, the basically the man in charge, the, uh, I forget what, the president, I think, of Discovery, who has taken over... Uh, his name is um, ah shit Zaslov something something Zaslov uh, David Zaslov so David Zaslov has taken over and during this investor call press conference kind of thing deal he basically laid it out all, all out on the table and said look we watched Batgirl and it's trash He didn't say that, of course, but he said, we've watched the film. It's not up to par. And it's not the kind of film we need to build faith in our DC universe. We want to give these characters the stories that they deserve, and we want the audiences to get the best films and stories possible. We've watched this film, it's not good enough. And since we've already spent the money to make it, we're just going to get the tax write-up for it. We're, we're not going to release it. And we'll just get the tax write-up for it. We'll just bite the bullet. And you know what? I'm fucking happy to hear it. Now, idiots will be like, Sexist, you just don't want to support women. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Literally, it's not. I feel like. I feel like. <laughs> the fact that it was a Batgirl movie only makes it seem that way. <sighs> but I feel like if, like, say, if. <sighs> I don't fucking know. Like. <laughs> Like, uh, Black Adam got delayed for some odd reason, and they had a, like a, like a, um, what is it? A, a viewing? Mm-hmm. What is those called? A, um, um. Watch party? No, a, um, 
a screening. Yeah. And they had a screening and they're just like, okay, no. (laughs) (laughs) And they cut it. Then what? (laughs) They don't like Dwayne Johnson? Right. Like, (laughs) this film apparently was just bad. And they were just like, we're not going to release this. The old Warner Brothers, the one before we got here, would just make shit and drop it. They would just make shit and release it and hope to make some extra uh, change on it. And apparently, apparently, the original Justice League, not the Zack Snyder one, the original Justice League, the one that had to bring in Joss Whedon to fix... Apparently, Joss Whedon and a lot of the other creators were asking the old Warner Brothers chief people or whatever, president. They were like, dude, we need more time to work on this movie. We need more time. And you know what he said? He said, no. Because if this movie released before the end of the quarter, the end of the quarter year, you get a bonus. So they dropped that bullshit in theaters so he could make a quick buck real quick. And David Zaslav made it a point to say, we not doing that kind of shit here. If it's not up to par, we're not releasing it. They trying to get that Marvel. They trying to, they, 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 they trying to fight Disney for real. So. <laughs> they, they really trying. I'm happy. And I appreciate it. I'm happy about this. This is what I like to hear. Because it's like, you know, we we already know Disney going on every day. But it's like, I, it's, it's, it's fun to see the underdogs kind of put up a little fight, you know? Man, listen. So happy to hear this. <laughs> now, I did have a question like some others did. Hmm. You're canceling Batgirl, you're not canceling Flash, even though Ezra's out here wilding. This is what David Zaslav and company said. Basically, they laid it out and they said, listen. Golly. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> There's an ant. I got distracted. I had to kill it. Oh, it's right here. So basically, basically what they said was, we are going to release The Flash because just like we've seen Batgirl, we've seen The Flash. It's really fucking good. It better be. It's Shit. really good. It better be the best thing I've seen all year. And they've also said that, you know, well, not that they've said, but we also know this movie is very expensive and it's basically already done and ready to be released. Bad Girl had like just finished shooting like a little while ago. Flash has been done. So, and it's a lot more expensive. Batgirl was about $90 million. I'm pretty sure The Flash is like a good 200 mil. So it's a lot more money invested in The Flash. And it's way too much money to just not release the film. Especially if it's a great movie. Mm. So the way they're talking is that, look, this movie is... 
This movie is just really, really, really good. And it's not going to make any financial sense not to release it. I mean, at this point, like I said, this better be like one of the best shits I've ever seen in my fucking life. Or I'm knocking down the doors of Warner (laughs) Brothers and being like, nigga. So you mean to tell me? (laughs) Like. (laughs) Well, here's also the nuanced thing about it. Honestly, I don't think a lot of people know anything about this Ezra stuff. I mean, yeah, because it's like sometimes like with certain like characters. I mean, mm, I, I I highly doubt that. I mean, if you're on social media and shit like that. And you, it's not on social media like that. I mean, yeah, but like if you follow like Ezra, especially if you're like a Flash fan. You know, yeah. I feel like if you're a Flash fan, then you would know what's going on. If you're just like a DC fan, you may know what's going on, but maybe not. If you just like the movies, then you probably don't know what the fuck is going on. So it's like, I feel like there's levels. Like me, I didn't know what was going on until you told me. Because Mm -hmm. first of all, I haven't seen many DC movies as of late. So it's like, I'm not really caught up or keeping track of everything that's going on with all of these characters and all of these movies. When they're coming out, what's happening with the actors, whatever the fuck. Mm. It's just, I'm not really keeping up with it. Whatever, cool. But someone who is, you know, more like in tune with everything that's going on with the characters, the directors, everything that's happening behind the scenes, you know, you're more in tune with what's happening. So I feel like you have, like, you care a little bit more to, like, know what's going on. The general audience does not know what's going on. Yeah. And when these movies come out, when they make 400, 500, 600, 700 million dollars, it ain't because of us. It's because of the general audience. Mm. So the chances are, regardless of whatever's going on with Ezra, as long as he don't kill nobody or rape nobody, this movie's basically going to be successful. Because people just don't know. Movies with Johnny Depp slash Amber Heard in them, yeah, they're probably going to be financially... And it's so crazy because... (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just like before you like even told me about Ezra and everything that happened with him. Mm-hmm. Like when they announced that there was gonna be a Flash movie, I was excited because I love the Flash. Like I love him as a character, and I loved like at least what I've seen him because I didn't watch Justice League, so <laughs> it's like I've only ever seen him in like a little bit, a little itty bitty stuff. <laughs> so it's like. I still loved him as a character, even though I haven't seen him in many things, but I was still excited for the movie because I'm like, okay, I love this character. I love this actor. Cool. Like, I'm excited to see when this movie is going to come out. And then you told me the shit that he did. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) damn. (laughs) Damn. So... Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest difference between Flash and Batgirl is that Flash has a lot more money put into it. And Flash, actually, from what we keep hearing, 
is an amazing movie. So, yeah, I'm excited for this new DC. I'm excited, you know, even though I like the DC we have now. Like, I'm not one of the people that's like, oh my God, DC sucks. Like, nah, nah. I think Man of Steel is great. I think uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is one of the best comic book movies I've ever seen. Shazam is fantastic. Joker is great. The Batman is great. I really loved Birds of Prey. Uh, I don't know. I've really been enjoying the DC Universe. They've had some duds. They've had some ones that haven't worked for me quite so great. But I don't know. I'm excited for new DC. So we shall see. But for anybody that was excited for Batgirl, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think anybody was excited for Batgirl. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was looking fine. Like, it was looking good from what I saw. The, the you know, the... Uh... Anyway. <laughs> um, this one should be real quick. The uh, Avatar animated film. Apparently, it's not going to be about fucking Korra. And uh, Kiyoshi and uh, Zuko. Those movies might still be coming out at some point, but that's not going to be the first film. Apparently, that was a red herring. A red herring. The first animated film is going to be based on the original Avatar cast. Okay. Post the end of the series. Okay. I'm gassed. I'm gassed the shit too because listen, Avatar is my favorite shit ever, and Same. I love the shit. And Same. We both love the shit, and we love talking about the shit, and we Same. love like just you know everything, everything about it. Like <laughs> <laughs> even when the shit don't even got nothing to do with Avatar, we always end up referencing Avatar for some reason. Facts. <laughs> Facto. I'm gassed, man. And listen, I wasn't, like I said on the pod, I'm not against the idea of having these animated movies be based off of the individual characters. Like, I thought a Kiyoshi movie would be lit. You know? I think a Zuko movie could be lit, depending on what it covers. And, you know, I'm not really too interested in a Korra era movie, but whatever. I'm up for anything. Not gonna lie, this made me smile. This made me very happy. I cannot wait to revisit that old cast. Now, this is one of those situations, like I said on the pod, this is one of those situations where I would very much appreciate them getting the original writers. Since we're gonna have the original cast, there is too much room for error if you don't bring back the original writers. That's what I'm saying. It's like, come on, bruh. Y'all already fucked it up with the Netflix shit, bro. They didn't fuck anything. Y'all already fucked it up oh, with yeah. the goddamn movie, all right? They did fuck that movie up. Let's not fuck it up, okay? Let's not fuck it up again. Please. Please. I beg of thee. <laughs> Man, I'm excited. So, hopefully we uh hopefully that gets on a roll soon. I hope they don't rush it, but I hope it gets on a roll soon. Um, I know the day that trailer drops, we're going to fucking lose it. We are going to fucking lose our minds. 
Do you think it's going to be the same animation or do you think they're going to do something different? I think they're going to keep it 2D. I don't think they're going to try to move into 3D. I think that's going to be too jarring. Not like that. I mean, like, you know how they kind of made it. Well, that, that's where I was going. So, like, I don't. I think they're going to stick with 2D. I think they're going to slightly change it to fit where 2D has kind of been moving recently. Because you see that 2D has kind of been moving into that Spider-Man, Spider-Verse kind of thing. Where it's like a blend of a lot of different styles. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to move more in that direction. I do love the original uh, cartoons animation. I do love it. But it is a little dated when I watch it today. I think... That's one of the things... I'm sorry. That's one of the things I really actually welcomed about Korra was the animation style. I thought that was I thought that was a fresh update. I think if they did it, if they did like like you said, like the Cora style, like the stylistic choice, and then for like the fight scenes and shit, they kind of went into like the Spider Verse kind of shit. Mm-hmm. That'd be raw. Awesome. That'd be lit. Like. I could just imagine it now, like, the Japanese style, like, the anime type of fights they be having and shit. Like, mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> <laughs> that should be lit. Yeah, I'm gassed, man. I'm gassed. All right. Let's move into uh, Comic-Con happened on our break. And uh, Marvel was there, of course. They announced some things. Some things. They didn't. All right, the most they did, though, was just kind of let us know some dates of some movies we already knew were coming. Mm. That's mostly what we got, was some movies and shows we already knew were coming. One thing we didn't know was coming, Daredevil Born Again! (laughs) Daredevil Born Again. Literally, I'm so I mean, okay, I'm a fake fan because I haven't finished season three. Ooh. I'm so sorry. I like start up. I, I promise you, I don't know what it is about season threes and me and shows, but I can never finish them because mm. Attack on Titan. I don't, I don't know what happened there, but I, I started it and I didn't finish it. Daredevil, I started it, but I didn't finish it. Like I don't know <laughs> what it is about season three. It's supposed to be the lucky number, but I didn't finish it. (laughs) So, I mean, I heard it's supposed to be like one of the best seasons, but I don't know. I'm going to just rewatch the show with you Mm. and see like, you know, how everything, how, you know, my new mindset and everything. Because, you know, I, I feel like when I watched the show before, I had a lot of like problems with some of the characters and I had like a lot of like things that I really loved about the show so I just want to see if I still have the same opinion about it Mm. um going into like Daredevil Reborn and seeing how Born Again I'm sorry um put some respect on his name shut up (laughs) (laughs) and seeing how they like kind of you know put the similar like I don't know if they're going to do exactly the same character because it's like, it'd be fun if they did, 
it also kind of be like lame if they did <laughs> like i don't know how to explain it it kind of be lame if they did the exact same character as they did in the original daredevil but it i still want to feel his essence in the character so it's like i just want to I'm, I'm i'm just excited to see what they do honestly i'm super gassed i'm super gassed and i've been super gassed ever since that fucking unforgettable moment watching no way home and being in that fucking theater and being in peter's fucking living room or whatever and just seeing this dude walk over with a cane and sit down with these fucking red shades and i'm just like just the whole theater is like woo, woo! this was the most lit shit ever <laughs> And I don't even watch the show. It's so funny because you know. It's so funny. <laughs> and I already knew what the fuck was up. Like, dog, I'm just gassed. You see, and it's like he's the only character that you could do that with. Right, <laughs> you from the Netflix series. You, you can't, can't do that with Jessica Jones. You can't. Mm-hmm. I mean. Maybe. I think maybe. Luke Cage would get a pop. I feel like if you, if you saw Jessica Jones, like, you would be like, what? the fuck but like you wouldn't be as hype as you would with daredevil right luke cage like you'd be like oh shit Ooh, like uh-oh. oh 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 we gotta oh iron fist we're not gonna talk about mm. that all right we're not gonna talk about that trash ass shit but anyway mm. we can't do that with agent carter we can't do that with agents of shield we can't do that with what else is there i, I think, think that's, that's about it i mean defenders is the you know, the mm. Avengers of the Netflix shows, so you can't really count that. But anyways, I digress. I feel like seeing him uh, being born again is just like the best shit ever. I'm excited. So hype. So hype. Can't wait for that one. Um, before we get to a couple of the real big ones, um, I don't think they announced anything else that we didn't already know was coming. They just, like I said, they gave us some dates. And uh, we actually have some dates. Um, yeah, I think that's about it before the big guys. So, um, holy fucking shit. We're getting two Avengers movies back to back. Same year. We're getting Avengers Secret Wars, which a lot of people had already predicted was coming because Secret Invasion was announced a while ago. Mm-hmm. So that's going to definitely lead into Secret Wars a lot of, with all this multiverse shit. By the way, they officially named this saga. The last saga was Infinity Saga. This saga is the multiverse saga. And um, Phase 4 is not ending with an Avengers movie. So we're just going to, I think after Black Panther, we're moving into phase five. So phase five is going to wrap up with Avengers Secret Wars and Avengers the Kang Dynasty. What? Now look, I it, th- we've all been playing the guessing game of who's going to be the big bad of this era. Because, like, obviously, last era, we had a couple big bads. We had Loki and Thanos, and that was kind of it. Ultron. It should have been Ultron, but he's dead, (laughs) quote-unquote. You know, so far, it's been a big guessing game. 
with who's going to be the big bad of this one. Is it going to be Kang? Is it going to be, you know, uh, that Mephisto character we keep wondering if he's going to pop up? Is it going to be Doctor Doom? I mean, we're getting a Fantastic Four movie at some point. So is it going to be, um, is Ultron going to return? You know, is it going to be uh, fucking Arishim? Like, we really didn't know. It seems like it's going to be Kang, and it seems like it's going to be Doctor Doom as well. Because I was just thinking, because it feels like maybe they're... Because it's like with Kang, I don't know what they're going to do with him, especially since like they opened the world for all this multiverse shit. It's like, we really don't know what kind of king we're going to get yet because mm -hmm. we've only seen one of him. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, is he going to be sadistic? Is he going to be narcissistic? Is he going to be chill? Is he going to be funny? Like, we don't really know yet. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, we kind of have to see like where this is going as far as like his character. And then we can kind of like guess where they're kind of going because it's like if he's kind of like the sadistic typical bad guy character okay he's gonna be dead in this first movie and then we can keep going mm. but if he's like really like particular and like you know kind of like that l i mean not the l but light character where he's just like playing light from what uh death note you can't just say that kind of stuff. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like from about? Death Note where he's just like planning like 16 steps ahead and he's just like very particular and like about different things and like having contingency plans about every single thing. So it's like, okay, maybe he dies, quote unquote, maybe in the Kang Dynasty, but he might come back and surprise the fuck out of us and just takes us completely <laughs> off guard and then we just be looking all lost as fuck because we <laughs> thought he was dead. <laughs> Man, I just, I'm just excited. Mm. I'm excited. I'm excited. Basically, just 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 because he was playing Kang, dude. Like, I love him so much. He seems like he's going to be awesome. By the way, can't wait to see him in that new movie, uh, Devotion. Mm -hmm. Oh, that looks great. Mm. Ooh, that looks great. And that, oh my God, slightly off topic. Oh my God, that John Boyega movie? Which one? Where he's robbing the bank? Oh. Holy shit. You see, okay, the only problem I have with that trailer, I'm not saying that the movie's going to be bad, but the only problem I have with the trailer is the fact that he was just like, Oh, I'm going to kill everybody to make a statement. So you mean to tell me you mm. was in the Navy fighting for your country. They stole your money. And now you got to kill two random innocent civilians just to make a statement. We got to see the movie. I mean, I know we got to see the movie, but it's just the way that they portrayed his character. It made me not want to give a fuck about him, you know? I, I feel you. But it's also based on a true story. I know. But it's so like, like I said, like yeah. the trailer made it seem like it's like, dude, like you really crazy. I can't feel bad for you. Mm. <laughs> like it's, it'd be one thing if you just like evacuated everybody. It was just like, you're just going to blow up the bank with me in it. But mm. you're trying to blow up innocent civilians that are still in there while 
you know, they're trying to talk you out of it. You're just like, no, I, I want to make a statement. I want my name. I want my name. Okay. <laughs> okay, nigga. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I still can't wait for that movie. That's my most anticipated movie right now of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, with Marvel, um, a couple movies that haven't been announced. Uh, Shang-Chi 2 hasn't been announced. Um, Eternals, Eternals 2 is coming, but they haven't really done anything officially Sad moving face. towards that one. Um, we just got Doctor Strange 2, so I'm not shocked that they're not really prepared for <laughs> 3 yet. Um, Man. <laughs> it's nothing. Keep going. Um, we did get some titles for some movies, but um, give me a second while I look those up. Exactly how much time it took. So, a couple titles and a couple season twos officially announced. What if season two is definitely coming? Um, X Men '97 is basically. I think that's just a like a reboot or a continuation of the original animated series from the '90s. Mm. So that's exciting. Loki season two is definitely coming. Um, Captain America, New World Order. Which makes me wonder, like, what are they going to do with Loki? Like, are they just basically going to set us up with Kang, or are they going to do something else? Uh, considering that, considering that that comes after Ant-Man, uh, and the Wasp Quantumania, I'm assuming that Kang probably won't be a big figure in season two. Now I think he's gonna be in it, and I think the, I think he's gonna be in it, more like spotty, because it seemed like the world they were in or the timeline they were in at the end of season one was like a world ruled by that that conqueror type king, so like, I think we'll see him a little bit. But I think he's not going to be in the season like that. Maybe they're going to do that shit where it's like we get we're getting multiple kings over different periods of time. Yeah. And it like, seems like that's what they're setting up. Since Loki is set outside of time, we're getting a different Kang than what we're getting in Quantumania. And oh, I'm sorry. I had it backwards. Kang Dynasty comes first, then Secret Wars. Oh, I didn't even hear you mention Secret Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Fantastic Four. This is what makes me think Doctor Doom is about to be, like, a big character. Fantastic Four is the last movie we get before we get Kang Dynasty and then Secret Wars. So, a lot of people think that there's going to be this team-up between Doctor Doom and Kang, which, dog... Anyway, 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 we're running long, but 
I'm in love with this idea. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. Um, we got a new She-Hulk trailer. That looks good. Looks really good. I mean, I wasn't really a fan of the first. I mean, not. Okay. It's not that I wasn't a fan of the first one. I just wasn't really like that interested to watch it. Mm. The second trailer, even without seeing Daredevil, I really like enjoyed like the dynamic between She-Hulk and Hulk. Mm. Um, and like just seeing like the different things that they do in the trailer, I really liked them. So I mean, I was kind of more interested in the show, but then they showed Daredevil at the end, and I'm like, now, now I gotta watch it. Now you, fo- <laughs> you forced my hand. I have no choice now. <laughs> my only issue with Daredevil being in the trailer is that now a bunch of people are gonna watch this show for Daredevil. <laughs> So if he's not in it a lot, you know how these fans are going to be. What the fuck? He only had like two scenes. Is that shit with uh, Dune? When's it named? Exactly. Like eight minutes of goddamn. Now that one made sense because I think the consensus was, no, the movie was great, but Zendaya was barely in it. <laughs> I think the way these fucking comic book fans react they're just gonna be like what the fuck this shit trash daredevil was barely in it and it's like well it is a she-hulk show it's not a daredevil show that doesn't come till later right (laughs) but um yeah i'm excited for she-hulk that premiere is next week this week we get i am group (laughs) (laughs) biggest thing to come out of marvel for me though Nigga, what? Everything's gonna be alright. I didn't mean to smack you. Everything's gonna be alright. We gonna all be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. We gonna be alright. Did you hear me? Did you feel me? We gonna be alright. Did you hear me? And when I wake up, baby, I'm so fucking like yo. But did not you? I told your ass. No, 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 no. I, I told your ass the last podcast we did, and we were ranking them our, our most anticipated <laughs> shit. And, I, and you had it low as hell. I did not have it low as hell. I did not have it low as hell. <laughs> I'm just saying. Captain ass nigga. And you, you were just like, I mean, I don't know what I mean. I'm going to sign for, but I'm just scared. I'm just scared, man. I was scared. I'm still scared. Because I haven't seen the movie. I'm still scared. I mean, I feel like the way that the trailer is set up, they're not going to fuck us over. I hope not. I pray that they don't, but I really believe. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trusting in uh, who? Ryan Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Um, I'm really trusting in his ability to storytell without you know being disrespectful so oh yeah i believe it'll be respectful i just my fears just come from whether i'll like the movie or not Mm. but god damn that trailer (laughs) angela bassett is a fucking god amongst humans (laughs) like like don't crack it don't she's man is she like in her fifties? Yes, fams. That that's just crazy. That's just crazy. And um, Lupita Nyong'o looks great. 
Um, Letitia Wright looks amazing. I know you saw uh, our little Ironheart before we see her movie. I mean, her show. Shorty named Riri Williams mm. in the comics. No. So she's basically the, she's going to be in Ironheart. She is Ironheart. Okay. And that's what that was when she, the little, the little girl hammering the table and the heart came oh, up. Yeah. Gotcha. That, yeah. So this is our first little glimpse at her. I don't know who's playing Namor. I'm not familiar with the actor. Oh, that's so cute. They had her hammering. And she yeah. like, Tony was hammering in the, yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. It's adorable. I'm, I'm not familiar with Namor's actor, but I'm sure he's going to be great. I mean, I'm not familiar with Namor in general. I mean, other than the fact that he's a C nigga. I, mm. I, <laughs> so yeah man the uh, trailer was amazing uh, a lot of emotions mm. alright so um, we're gonna wrap up our show with one more topic because nope is not the only movie we've seen recently um, we also saw a little ditty called bullet train bullet train and this is another one where me and Vanessa have slightly different opinions. Sorry, it's a, I don't know. I don't even know why. I don't either. I can't even get it out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even like get it out. Like we we don't even know how I feel about it yet. And you just like I don't know either. <laughs> Tell them how you feel. I I feel like I love like certain aspects of the movie. Um, I'm a big like anime fan, so I'm in love with like Asian culture. So, like the fight scene between like the um, the whatever the fuck I don't even know. I don't remember the characters' names, but you if you've seen the movie, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. The sword fight with the fucking nigga and the Russian nigga. I don't know, <laughs> and I just I just love that. Um, fucking Brad Pitt is. Phenomenal! I love him, um, but it's I don't I don't know I just I feel like <sighs> separately they're perfect, but when they start bringing them together and start having them like oh we're a part of this one big web of fate and we're all connect that's when you start losing me I'm just like nope. Mm-mm. Uh uh-uh. uh, I didn't sign up for this. I did not sign up for this bullshit. So I don't know. I feel like it was a cool movie, but it's uh, it just didn't really hit home for me. Is if that makes sense? I don't know. That's all I got. Okay. I love this movie. I know you do. I fucking love this movie. I know you do. This just seems like the podcast where I just talk about everything I love. <laughs> I love this movie, man. I, I think it's awesome. I just, I love creativity. I always say it. I love creative filmmaking. I adore it. And it's just the creativity, the shots, the cinematography, the art direction, the style, the music, the characters. 
Oh, the actors, so many great actors. This thing is loaded. Like Brad Pitt, Brian Tyree Henry. Um, uh, I'm forgetting his name. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, Ken Watanabe. Um, fucking it or or was that Ken Watanabe? I'm doing a lot of fat checking today. I'm sorry. Got to get back into the groove. We haven't recorded in a long time. Um, not Ken Watanabe. Hiroyuki Sanada. Um, and there are uh, Bad Bunny, Zazzy Beats. And there's a lot of cameos in this thing, too. Brian that... Reynolds. No, don't spoil. Don't spoil it. Oh, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> Oops. I'll cut it out. Um, yeah. There... Well, I mean, we are talking about it i know but this isn't one of those movies we have to spoil okay we have to do with spoilers i'll cut it out but um nah man there are a lot of cameos um the action sequence is so fun and you know what (sighs) excuse me you know what a lot of people say it as a bad thing when they say a movie feels like it's inspired by a lot of other movies and people will try to say it's copying I don't see it as copying a lot of people have been saying that this movie feels very inspired by Quentin Tarantino and it feels like a Quentin Tarantino type ripoff I don't feel that way I feel like it's obviously very influenced by Quentin Tarantino's style but I never felt like it was trying to be a Quentin Tarantino film Quentin Tarantino's films, and you know this, Vanessa, are a lot crazier than this. And I feel like Quentin's movies aren't as fast-paced as that. Mm-mm. Yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're jumpy and like, you know... Sporadic. Yeah, sporadic and spontaneous, but they're never like, oh, okay, we talk for a minute in this scene and then we jump to like the next scene that we were just mm-hmm. in five minutes ago like that's not that's not his movies yeah his movies have a much more uh the pacing in his movies take their time a lot more this movie is very boss to the wall if you are not like paying attention you're gonna get lost Right. Like, but but it's not even one of those movies like a like a Christopher Nolan movie where the movie is so like you know, the concept is so complex that if you're not paying attention, it's not like Inception where if you miss a scene, you're going to be lost. It's more just because everything moves so fast that you'll miss a scene, two niggas will be dead. <laughs> and you'll be like, wait a minute, they was just alive like five minutes ago. Like, it moves that kind of fast. But um, no, I loved this movie. I had a blast. thought it was really funny. I loved the action. I loved the characters. Um, yeah, nah, I can't wait to watch this again. So, loved it. That's our show. Sorry we've been gone for fucking ever. <laughs> We're like Corey Kenshin, y'all. We're like Corey Kenshin. Don't worry, we'll be gone for another four months and come back. Oh, please. We'll come back. He, he, he uploaded, all right? That's all that matters. That's all that matter, right? Yes. So, if he dip off till 2023... At least he uploaded. What? <laughs> what? 
Because it's, it's one thing if it's like Berlizzi where he be uploading every day and then just gone. We know this nigga Corey don't be uploading. We know he be gone for ages. So if he just leave out the blue, it's just like, oh, here go, he go, here, here he go again. Here go, he go. <laughs> we never introduce ourselves. My name is Andrew. Nessa. And this has been the Keep It 3000 podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Make sure you guys drop us a review. Make sure you guys leave a, a five star, four star, one star, whatever you feel like leaving. I don't care. Uh, if you leave a one star, you better comment. Yeah, let us know why you gave us a one like, star. Like, don't just put a one star just be like, <laughs> I don't want to fuck with these niggas. Like, right. damn. damn. <laughs> Say why, Hating ass nigga. <laughs> Shit. At least give a reason. I'm one of them jackasses that be in the theater <laughs> talking all loud. You ain't going to tell me what to do. <laughs> don't leave that comment. Leave that to yourself. All right, we, we, we out this motherfucker. Y'all take it easy, man. Peace.